0: forgot that I did all right so it's been a long time yeah (laughs) um so we started recording the beginning of our of your episode and then the microphone crapped out yeah completely couldn't hear it couldn't do anything wasn't picking up any voice Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we kind of redid some things. We got a new microphone, obviously. We are using a new recording studio. It's all new. Brand new podcast. Yes. Almost. <laughs> so hopefully we sound good. Hopefully this all picks up mm-hmm. and we're not just recording for nothing. Yeah, because we can't hear ourselves either anymore. Yeah. So this is all new. Yeah. So yeah, we're, bear with us while we figure stuff out and we're sorry about the Skinwalker episode. We both kind of had some health stuff go on. So, you know, we're humans. You know, we yeah, have, we have some stuff and but we're back now. Yes, we are. And better than ever. We are going to be changing the dynamic a little bit. Jasmine had a conversation. Um, so we kind of like different aspects of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be doing the episodes from now on and researching because that's my favorite part. And her favorite part is giving commentary. Commentary. Yes. you going to hear me speak bullshit. Yes. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> and I love researching and sharing it. And just so much fun to me. So... Yeah. Well, and also I'm going to be starting college, like hopefully next year, and planning a wedding this year now, and so there's a lot going on in my life, so it's a little harder for me to research. Yeah, <laughs> true. So this works out perfectly. Yes, yeah. so, but today it will be my case. Yes, and it'll be my last case for a while. I yeah. might do one occasionally so. here and there, but mm-hmm. most part will be Etha. <laughs> Yay, being our storyteller yes. of the day. Next <laughs> yeah. one after this will be the Toolbox Killer. Aren't you excited, oh, everyone? Fun. <laughs> For killers, I should say. One there's two of them. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoils. But yeah, so sorry for the long break, but we are back. Yeah. Hopefully consistently back. Yeah. Uh, no one gets sick anymore. Right. Everyone's staying healthy. Yes. So, uh, should we jump into today's case? Yeah. That you've been excited to hear for like two months now. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, you heard like the first two minutes of the story and then we had to stop completely. Yeah. So. I know it's like there's something about Esticada Oregon. And I'm super excited because we live in Oregon, and so I don't know. Cases around where I live fascinate me, which is great even, because they should they should terrify me more, because I'm just like I'm like yeah, yeah and I'm like I don't know. Well, I will say this case doesn't take place in Oregon, but the person was born in Oregon, so I don't know how that makes you feel. It's so cool to me, I don't know. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> well, today's case is about Daniel Halseth and how about how family issues led to his tragic murder. Yeah, <laughs> we need like music. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Daniel Wendell Halseth, and sorry about some of the names. I Some of the names I cannot pronounce because that's my luck with English. <laughs> yeah, I don't speak English well either, so you're good. <laughs> but Daniel Wendell Halseth was born in Estacada, Oregon on January 28th, 1976, to parents Wendell and Christine Halseth. He was raised on a farm in Oregon. And while there was plenty of love and laughter in his house, it should be noted that there was also a heavy presence of alcohol. Daniel I excelled. That. I felt that. Hmm? I that. <laughs> yeah. Daniel excelled in anything that had to do with computers and technology. He was also very into music and loved doing activities with his church. He was a very godly man. <laughs> Daniel's father, Wendell, suddenly passed away from a brain aneurysm in 1994 that's sad right before daniel graduated from high school it was believed that had to do with the heavy use of alcohol but that was neither confirmed or denied that was just a lot of speculation because that can happen with yeah. like heavy use of alcohol um but no doctors ever confirmed or denied that was true or not that's really sad like i've known I've someone who's like just died of a brain aneurysm before and it's just really hard to like one minute they're there and like you have no idea like anything's going on the next like mm-hmm. they're just gone yeah it's just something about like some and death is hard anyways but something about like when you don't know that they're gonna pass it just happens suddenly yeah yeah no it's, that's like it's a really mor- hard sort of, like a shock it is no it happened to me and it's definitely very shocking yeah that happens <laughs> after high school daniel would attend college at western oregon university for his bachelor's in music as a little fun fact that i found everywhere for some reason he got the name drummer dan while attending that school they never explain why (laughs) that's all you ever hear on like the articles it was just he got the nickname drummer dan we should name this title drummer dan (laughs) but no (laughs) one knows who it's about (laughs) or why that's the name yeah i don't know why but that that was his nickname after attending Western Oregon, he would attend Corbin University to get his master's in business. That's a jump from music to business. Yeah. Very different. Right. <laughs> While attending Corbin, he would meet Elizabeth Sh- Shorak. Her name Shorak. <laughs> now, Elizabeth was born in Salem, Oregon, close to where I was born, too, on February 5th, 1983, where she was raised by her mother, Candy. She graduated from North Salem High School in 2001, then attended Corbin University for a degree in psychology. <laughs> it should be noted that Elizabeth grew up in a very verbally abusive household, oh, that's sad. which was also believed to have heavy alcohol usage in it. But that was never 100% confirmed, but there is a lot of speculation with that, too. Yeah. So it sounds like it's something that they kind of, like, bonded over, almost, like, that are shared trauma yeah. from that it was that's how they met and like they kind of bonded over that because yeah. trauma bonds people yeah. great <laughs> but old you trauma know bond, bond. that yep. it does <laughs> great old trauma bond luckily she was able to find ways to keep herself busy and out of the house a lot she did some modeling and ended up joining the jrotc which is the junior reserve officers training corporation okay oh, it was just basically like a thing like the army did where it kept kids out of trouble just kept them busy like doing things right like boot campy um yeah it was basically a federal (laughs) program funded by the united states armed forces for high school students to go learn discipline how to be better citizens Yeah, just keep them out of trouble yeah i don't know never heard of that until (laughs) the story (laughs) and i grew up in the same area as her never heard about that wow because the two of them had been through a lot such young ages and both had very similar beliefs, like they were both very godly people, they hit it off instantly. Of course they did. Now, I don't know if you were paying attention to the dates, but they didn't college, attend college together. Daniel met Elizabeth while he was attending college in Salem, around the area where she lived. So she was in high school and he was in college what was it like was she was a like senior in high school or like she was in high school she was underage when so they met like literally a senior like maybe she was 18 or something no, but no she was yeah. underage. oh wow okay they met and you know what the weird part is no one ever mentions that in like when i was doing the research no one ever mentioned how what creepy their age gap was what year were they born like so daniel was born in 1976 and she was born in 1983 so, was it just, <laughs> like, a different thing back then, or, like... I have no idea, but no one mentions, like, how big their age gap was when they met. That's so weird. She was still in high school, and yeah. he was in college when they met. Yeah, that seems like that would be mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> it really should be. And it wasn't at all. Yeah. So, I did find that interesting, yeah. but, like, me, age is just like... a number, but when you... Take into the fact that, like, one of them's, like, underage, and it's not okay, you know what I mean? Yes. Like Especially like like, that big age gap, you know? Yes. That's one thing if one's 19 or 20, one's 18. You know, like that's different, but like, yes. I mean, 18's still not underage, but whatever. It's it's wild, but whatever. Because he graduated high school in 1994, and she graduated in 2001. So, each their own, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. So, whatever. But shortly after Elizabeth graduated high school, the two got married in 2001. So. Oh damn they were not... she graduated no one quick i mean they were together already so just yeah make it official right then they started their family having three kids together dana jordan and sierra after elizabeth graduated college daniel got a huge opportunity he had an opportunity to help open and run a computer company the one downside was that they would have to leave their home in oregon to move to nevada it's so, like not too far, but still out of state, far away. Yeah. <laughs> also, different climates. The yeah. desert? Mm-mm. No, Nevada gets hot. As an Oregonian, I could never. <laughs> no, we live like, it like rains all the time here. We have like rain, rain, rain in summer. Yes. That's our four seasons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, like, I just, no, like, I can't, I can never live anywhere like Florida or California. Like, I lived in California for a little bit. It was nice ish, but it was like, <laughs> I don't know, my sinuses felt better because there's not I I'm allergic to Oregon. Yes. So like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> I am also allergic to Oregon, but I also prefer Oregon over yeah, many other states. I don't, is. But like California's one because it's still kind of greenish. Yeah. It's not like desert Nevada's like I live near Nevada. It's like all desert. Yeah, no, it's miserable mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. So big change. Hmm. But it didn't seem to be a hard decision for this family, because soon enough, they were packing their bags and heading to Nevada, where they would reside for the foreseeable future. So just basically, yeah. the rest of the story takes place in Nevada. Bye-bye, I Oregon. I mean, I guess, like, if your spouse has, like, a good job opportunity, then it's, like... But it's the but, desert. Yeah, no, I couldn't... I wouldn't survive. No. I'd be like, sorry, babe. have to be like, now. a lot more money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't never have to go outside ever again. Yes. Like, <laughs> I would have to not work so I could stay inside with AC. Like, that good of a job. Yeah. While Daniel was making enough money to support their family during this time, it gave Elizabeth some time to decide what she wanted to do in their new home. She eventually decided to go into politics and started running for a seat on the Nevada State Senate. Damn. Ambitious. And <laughs> very ambitious woman. She had no prior experience. But she ended up beating out her competition Damn. due to her family values and strong conservative beliefs. So that Christianity part really helped her out in that. Yeah, for real. She won yeah. in t- November 2010. She was elected into the Nevada State Senate. And this is crazy. She was the youngest woman ever to be elected into the Nevada legislature, which she was only 27 years old when she Damn. was elected. So young, with no experience in politics impressive honestly yeah like don't believe with her values and stuff but good for her (laughs) like that's incredible exactly (laughs) ambitious and she did it daniel was her biggest supporter emotionally and financially because you know didn't make a lot of money at first for her daniel had funded most of her campaigns and also did a lot of work for her such as graphic design website design and also did door-to-door like political ads for her so he's just knocking on doors telling people to vote for my wife damn good <laughs> husband yeah i know and also voted. like yeah he was crazy he, he had like a job of, like his own too and like he's like still supporting her yeah and that's really good he's it's a good joke, sure. yes he, yeah because he also did this while working on his own computer company and becoming a stay-at-home dad to their three kids because she was busy and out and socializing and you know getting her name out there yeah. so he worked a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, he never well, had a break. Being a stay-at-home parent, I did that for a number of years. Yeah. That is hard shit. Like, that is no job. Well, now imagine being a stay-at-home parent with basically two jobs, too. Yeah. Because that's what he was doing. That, that's crazy yeah. to me. Like, that's wild. And that's, three that's... kids. Not okay, just I was, two, three. I, I have two. I couldn't do three. There's a, reason, there's a reason I'm stopping it, too, man. Like, multiple reasons, but... <laughs> man, no. <laughs> too many. <laughs> So he had a lot going on, but he never seemed to mind. He loved his wife and was super proud of all of her accomplishments. He was just happy she was living out her dreams and wanted to wanted to do anything in his power to help her. So yeah. just like the most supportive person you could ever meet, realistically, uh-huh. which is crazy. Everything was going good for this family. Until something happened in October of 2011 that would cause their perfect life to crumble. Daniel Halseth was arrested for an alleged dem- domestic dispute and lewd behavior, with quotation marks, towards his wife. And you'll see why later. <laughs> towards his wife, after the two got into a heated argument about a possible affair that Elizabeth was having. Uh. Apparently, Daniel had approached her about a possible affair, accusing her of lying about working late some nights to carry out this affair. Because, you know, she was working late most nights they started to kind of feel suspicious to him, like, how much he was working late. And, yeah. You know, some suspicious behavior going yeah. on for her. It's an easy cover-up to be like, I gotta work late tonight. Like, mm, yeah. do you? Elizabeth ended up calling the police on Daniel and accusing him of becoming violent during the argument and touching her inappropriately. He would plead guilty a year later to a couple misdemeanor charges of battery and co- coercion. Coercion? You, you can't... Read my own writings. (laughs) He would do six months of probation and some anger management courses. But there was some debate on how accurate these charges actually were. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he's the Elizabeth was, yeah, because she was believed to have stretched the truth about the argument. And there was no evidence he actually touched her inappropriately, nor was there evidence that he acted out in a lewd way during their fight. Like, there was no evidence that he was silent or much else, like, at all. And it turns out, she has a history of this. Oh, great. She has falsely accused 10 other men of the same thing. So, like, old co-workers and stuff like that. It's her go-to, like, claim. And none of those claims had evidence to back any of them up. I can't stand women who do that. Just, like, accusing guys of, like, doing stuff to them inappropriately Mm -hmm. or, like, hitting them, like, when it's not true. Just, like, because that makes it hard to believe actual victims of these crimes. It does and that's that's bullshit it is yeah and like to do it like 11 times for her yeah like 11 different men including her husband yeah that's ridiculous that's, i'm but, shocked she was still believed i know <laughs> so right, she had like, no evidence for any of them i feel like the cops at that point should just been like yeah i'm so sure and then just like oh, yeah, I but no because she was a pretty woman he was uh, so desperate right. sad uh that's apparently funny. yeah <laughs> apparently this charge is most commonly like falsified charge as police don't need evidence to make the initial arrest, and it's an easy way to get revenge on someone, or to make you, like, kind of play victim, you know? That person can easily play victim, and be like, oh, what they touched me inappropriately, so take them away. Yeah. It's just an easy way to, like, look like the victim. So it seems almost like she was, and in... tell me if I'm dropping ahead. <laughs> almost seems like she was, like, accusing him of doing this stuff to, like, deflect and get, like, like keep her fair going, maybe like if she was having a affair. Oh yeah, know. wait, literally the next paragraph. Uh, <laughs> Turns out, Daniel ended up not being drawn about his wife's disloyalty. So you were correct. Am <laughs> you, you gonna like cheat on a guy who's doing all this shit for you, man? But I if, don't know. He's such a good guy. <laughs> if you want a divorce, just get a divorce. Like if you don't want to be with somebody, like I don't understand it. I think she wanted the support from him, but she just wanted the like fun, you know, like she her trophy husband. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of think what it is. Also, he was funding everything. Oh yeah. So if she left him, she would have no more money coming in. Not as much money coming in. Yeah, that's that's it's Messed up, yes. She was having an affair with a former former golf professional, gone real estate salesman. Tiger held jellion That's how you pronounce it. These are some career jumps. I feel like <laughs> these people have very big, massive career jumps. I mean, what, he practiced, like, music and business in college, and now he's owning, like, a computer tech company? Yeah. She went from psychology to politics. That's not as big, but still. And this guy is golf professional to real estate salesman. (laughs) Tiger was involved with Elizabeth's election campaign, and Daniel helped him build his own website to do promotional stuff for him. So Daniel was buddy-buddy with this guy. Daniel even helped Tiger raise funds for his own cam- campaign, and like I said, became somewhat good friends with him. So needless to say, Daniel was devastated by this betrayal because it was like a good friend of his and his wife no. like sleeping together. It's that's messed really messed up. up. Like that's happened to me before, where like someone like cheated on me with a friend, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't like that's so messed up on both ends. Like it is. How you can do that to your friend? I don't understand no. how. like. It's, like, really messed up. Yeah. Especially because, like, Daniel was funding both their campaigns, basically. Yeah. And, like, helping them both out. And just to do that to him? Yeah. That's so messed up. Like, huge betrayal. Huge, like, huge, like, just... Trust just, issues yeah. after that, because, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you trust anybody after that? Like, I have no idea. I have a hard time, like, having friends or, like, being with anyone romantically. <laughs> In November of 2011, so roughly a month after his arrest... Daniel filed for divorce against Elizabeth, thank God. Yeah. Smart me. <laughs> yes. He had said in his statement that he really didn't want to get divorced, as he sees what it does to families and especially the children at families in divorce. But her actions led him to having to make that decision. Um, even if it means he'll get half as much time with his kids as he used to. And as you go through, you'll see how much Daniel really cared about like his family, his kids especially. Like yeah. his kids meant the world to him. Yeah. Like they really do. Mm. Um, I think I know where this is going, and I'm sad. So <laughs> it is a true crime case, Oh, so they don't always end happy. I <laughs> I'm going to be a happy <laughs> <laughs> so thing, It wouldn't be a true crime case. That's why. <laughs> After divorcing Elizabeth, Daniel struggled to get his life put back together. The false accusa- accusations and criminal charges she charged him with Made it really hard for him to move on in his life because he had this like criminal record now yeah. that was false. So yeah. he just he had a hard time getting back on. She like, talked to him about multiple levels. Yeah, I mean, mentally, emotionally, yeah. and then like with the criminal charges too. It's just, yeah. it's hard. It is. During the beginning of their divorce, Daniel and Elizabeth fought a lot about child support and custody. Elizabeth ended up getting primary custody, with Daniel having the kids stay over at his place sometimes. And he would have to pay Elizabeth's child support, which is just, I understand that happens, but, like, this man has gone through it now. Yeah. This poor guy. They seem to eventually get things worked out, even though the battle for custody would never end. Like, quite literally, it goes on for years. Elizabeth did eventually end up marrying Tiger shortly after the divorce. Of course she did. And they've been together ever since yeah so, of course or, yeah like shortly after the divorce i think it was like a year after that's divorces things are so hard because rarely are both parties thinking of the best interest of the kids there's always i feel like in custody like from every custody battle that i've heard about or been around like mm-hmm. there's always like one side that's just using the kids as a pawn to hurt the other parent yeah and that's so messed up i can't just like put the kids best interest in heart their heart like and not like i don't know yeah it just pisses no. me off like as a parent just to do that to like Well, and I didn't put a lot of details about the court hearings and stuff in here, just because there was a lot of them. Just stuff that went on for years, me that, like, they're fighting a lot over it. Yeah. It's hard for the kids. Even if they were, even if they both were, they think that they both had the best interest. Yeah. It's still hard on the kids. I will say, from what I read in the court hearings, it was definitely her using the kids as a pawn, and him really trying to find the best interest for the kids, but also, like, trying to get time with his kids. Yeah. Because, like, obviously, he cares about them and loves them. Well, she doesn't take time with the kids. But she was know. really just trying to have, like, full custody of the kids and not let him see the kids anymore. That was basically what I got from the, That's all the court such hearings. Such man, what is wrong with this woman? A what? She went into politics and got right to her head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the next 10 years would be good for Daniel. He ended up getting really into fitness, going out a lot with friends, and even gathering a following on social media. As of today, he has nearly 21,000 followers on Instagram. Nice. He mainly posted motivational quotes, fitness routines, and progress pictures, and pictures from his travels. He labeled himself as an entrepreneur and had his hand in a little bit of everything. He would eventually marry again to a woman named Bogdana Halseth. There was not much on their marriage, but they were eventually divorced in 2018. They seemed to stay friends after the, their divorce, though, and they also kept their joint bank account to help cover, like, bills and stuff. So it seemed like wow, nice they were them. just, like, friendly. Maybe they thought it was romantic, realized it's not romantic, Yeah. but then, like, kind of just stayed friends. Or just realized them. that they are like, better as friends. So, yeah. think yeah. they was just kind of – it lo- seemed like a very civil, like, that's divorce. But he needed that for the first yes. time. Like, should <laughs> should so, like, they still stayed friends. It was just, you know. Yeah. Not as a couple. Right. <laughs> but the thing he liked to do most of all was to be a dad. He has multiple posts of his kids commenting about how proud he is of them and how much they mean to him. Like, his Instagram's, like, his motivational posts, his fitness posts, and then, like, a bunch of his kids. Like, it's really cute. I went through his Instagram for this, and I I saw them all. It It was really sweet. While he posted about all his kids, um, we're going to be focusing on Sierra the most. Okay. So he has other two, but we're going to be focusing on Sierra now. She was the youngest kid of, you know, all three. And her and Daniel seemed to have a close relationship. There are lots of photos and videos of them laughing together, dancing together, and overall spending good quality time together. In 2020, so pretty recently. Yeah. uh, Yeah, really bad year. (laughs) When Sierra was around 16 years old, she met Aaron. They started dating in June of 2020. But were forced to end their relationship in December of that same year. They had planned to rob both of their parents of money or things that they could sell to make money, and then flee to LA together. So they were basically planning plan robbing both their parents and fleeing. yeah, My great daughter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really great. However, before they could do that, both Sierra's parents and Aaron's parents found out about their plan. Because you know their are teenagers, probably kind of dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I, thought I was far as a teenager. Looking back, no, no. I know. Yeah, <laughs> you think you're so grown up at that age, like you can like take on the fucking world, and you can't. I mean, <laughs> the fact that they had to rob to go in order like to move away tells you they were not ready no. <laughs> to move away. No. Both parties agreed it would be best for Aaron and Sierra to not see each other anymore, which obviously doesn't work with teenagers, and it just pissed Sierra off more. So after this happened. Sierra started to become more distant with her father and not really acting like herself. Even though she had become more distant, Daniel thought everything was okay and she would eventually, like, work her way out of it, you know, she'd get out of the weird rut she was in, she was upset, you know, ending the relationship, like, she was just heartbroken. However, Sierra had other plans. Her and Aaron had stayed in contact, because of course they had, they're teenagers. Even with their parents' disapproval. (laughs) They stuck to talking online and sneaking out to see each other so that their parents wouldn't find out, which, like, I bet you their parents had to know somewhat of what was going on because, yeah. right? it's like, it's yeah. teenagers are dumb. I right? think <laughs> like, there's no way they were completely undercover. They had decided they were going to run away together, but they had to take out the person that they thought stood in their way, which was Daniel. So on April 9th of 2021, so even more recently, Aaron ran away from home and picked up Sierra so they could pick up a few things to execute their plan. Later, surveillance cameras showed that they went to stores near near house. Halsa's house. house, that's hard to say together. <laughs> yes. that has a tongue twister in there. <laughs> oh my God, sorry, I was gonna say that fast. <laughs> None, I can't even say it slow. <laughs> um, to pick up a circular saw, saw blades, bleach lighter fluid, disposable gloves, and drop cloths. They were also shown going to a few ATMs in the area and withdrawing hundreds of dollars in cash. Later, authorities realized the card used was Daniel's debit card and was linked to the joint bank account that he shared with his ex-wife, Bogdana. Yeah. Once they were done picking up everything, then it was time to execute. That night, Sarah and Aaron would return to the house And stabbed Daniel Houseup 70 times over his body, mainly in his head, neck, and torso. Oh, my God. Yeah, 70 times. That is aggressive. Yes. That's what everyone was saying. It's like, that's an aggressive stabbing. That is, like, intense hate. Yeah. How do you have that for someone who loved you so much and, and like, raised you and, like, was there for you like a good dad? No idea, honestly. It's just something snapped in her. And that's what she became it's like so opposite from what you like what you saw before you know like them being happy and like loving together yeah and then just like a couple of years later mm-hmm. she's like i guess you don't know what happens behind closed door but it's like no. i don't think anything like anything that warranted that happened. no i'm like no i don't I think there's anything that, that warrants that very excess 70 times especially like that head neck and towards like that's so many times like, That's it's like, not like he's already dead. Like you need to just stop. Like what the fuck is wrong with he's you? He's definitely like, already dead, and they are still stabbing him. Like there's a thing like nurture versus nature. I think we said like another episode too, but it's mm-hmm. like this is like she was just had to have been born this way. Yeah. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> Holy shit. It's crazy. Because <laughs> not much of her like upbringing would hint that she had you know this much hatred for her parents, oh. but she did apparently after this whole thing happened. Damn. Yeah. She had, like, some spirit issues going on. Yeah. They then attempted to dismember his body with the recently purchased circular saw, but they gave up halfway through and decided to find another way to cover up the crime. <sighs> so they dragged his, you know, half-cut-up body. Oh, God. They dragged it into the garage and lit it on fire. Oh, yeah, because that works well. Wow. Yeah. Once they did that, they stole Daniel's car and fled the scene okay people who like burn bodies are dumb because it takes like a lot more heat to burn a body like yeah and you can't like, just do it in like your house garage no <laughs> that doesn't work like not that at all like, like cremation people like those ovens are hot yeah very hot not just like a little fire <laughs> no yeah we'll lighter your fluid on there we're good no. No, no no it takes a lot more than that christine which is daniel's mom had become concerned when she hadn't heard from her son in a couple of days Daniel and his mom were super close, so to not hear from him, at least every other day without warning, was very unusual. Yeah. She was having no luck reaching Daniel at his phone, so she decided to call Sierra instead to see where Daniel was, because Sierra lived with Daniel, so yeah. she might know. You know she, she had no reason to think anything would go on. Like, No. She, she thought didn't... they were close. Exactly. She thought everything was fine. Like, yeah. You would never think no. that like that would happen. No. Like, like, that's a wild thing to happen. No. Like, that's... <sighs> that is terrifying isn't it like oh my god I can't even imagine like being murdered by your own child and like and like or having like um having um like fuck what was I (laughs) just I just like my computer dimmed I'm distracted (laughs) Uh, but uh, being killed by your child and like having your child killed it's like all this like there's so much like horrific shit going on like all yeah. the way around it's yeah. awful it's awful when christine first called sierra sierra told christine that you know daniel's phone was broken and that he would be getting it fixed soon christine had asked to talk to daniel just see you him know, check it on and be like okay let me talk to your dad mm-hmm. but sierra said he was in the shower and couldn't talk at the moment so christine got off the phone not really thinking too much about it. like why would sierra lie you know yeah. like he was just in the shower his phone broke like it's fine yeah. we will get fixed in a couple days we'll be back to normal However, a couple more days went by and Christine still had heard nothing from Daniel. Absolutely nothing. So she called Sarah to check in again. Sarah continued using the same excuse of a broken foam. And when Christine asked Sierra to speak to Daniel, Sierra said he was in the shower again, because just casually he's in the shower again. A lot of showering for that man. Yeah. <laughs> Christine. He <be> tough- <clean>. <laughs> yes, a <laughs> very clean man. And Mr. Clean Zeebold. <laughs> <Gosh. laughs> He's not. <laughs> Damn it. Christine started to get angry with Sierra and demanded to speak to her son. She's like, just get him out of the shower, or anything. Just have him yell through the shower curtain, something. You yeah. Know? Just let me know he's okay. Yeah. Christine even said she'd be willing to wait on the phone until he got out of the shower. He just wanted to know that he was okay. Yeah. Sierra ended up just hanging up on the hanging up the phone on her grandma. Didn't say bye. Just hung up the phone. And that sent Christine into a worried, like, panic spiral. Like, she was so scared on what was That's, going like, what on. That's what you expect from, like, a 4 year old who's just, like, done talking. Like, yes. my youngest would do that. Yes. <laughs> say bye! And he's, like, done that before. Yes. Like, just hung up on people. But, like, a mom, like, like you're let's like, not be, like, rude little. Well, I mean, she didn't want to say exactly where her dad was because her dad was, you know, lit on fire in the garage yeah. the house, so. Can't really tell grandma that. No. She didn't have, have it go over well. But, like, at least if you like, you shouldn't do this at all, but if you're, like, at least, like, come up with some lies, like, something. Like, I mean, has, this like, was a very impulsive thing, She's not very smart. No, no I mean, she's most criminals like, aren't, though. And she's also, like, a 16-year-old criminal. I know. Like, she just did this because she wanted to be with Erin, <laughs> her boyfriend. Wow. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Just to move to L.A. with her boyfriend. Man, if my mom was here... She would go on the longest effing rant about that. I remember one time <laughs> we were watching the news, like a little tangent, watching the news, and there was a story about like something like this, where like this kid killed their parents just be with the their uh, significant other, like yeah. boyfriend mom, I can't remember, but. Like she went on this like twenty to thirty minute rant. Like, you don't need to be like with them like that, badly. Da, 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 da. She's like angrily cleaning our kitchen. Oh boy. Actually yeah, would hate this case. I'm gonna stay out of the kitchen for a cuz holy shit. <laughs> she would not like this case at all then. I never listen to it. Hi mom. What's <laughs> mama? Christy knew that something was wrong. This was not normal behavioral, behavior for Daniel or Sierra. Yeah. You know, Daniel wouldn't ignore her. Sierra wouldn't act like that towards her. Yeah. Like lie. She knew something was going on. She, Mom's know. Yes. Bogdanova was also catching on that something was going on. She noticed that $1,300 had been withdrawn from numerous ATMs yeah. in the same night from her and Daniel's joint bank account using Daniel's card. So, you know, that's a little suspicious. Why do you have yeah. to go multiple ATMs and $1,300? Yeah. For no reason. Right. Bogdana tried reaching out to Daniel to question him about this, but when her many attempts to contact him failed, she reached out to Christine to see what was going on. She reached out to Mama because she knew Mama yeah. would know. <laughs> yes. Christine ended up calling Peggy Newman, who is Daniel's landlord and friend. Christine asked Peggy to go check on him to make sure, you know, everything was okay. Like, what's going on? Peggy said she would, but she couldn't be there till that evening. When Peggy finally arrived at Daniel's house, she noticed that the door was unlocked. But not only was it unlocked, it was wide open. And they live in the middle of a city, so that always creeps me out. Like yeah. in true crime case, like when like this door is like left open, it's like I don't know something very ominous about that. And it's like, did she go in? Well, yep yeah, she's about to okay because <laughs> that to me is like brave as fuck. i would i don't think i'd go in. i'd be like calling the police yeah i'd be like oh, something's wrong no, no. i think we just read too many true crime cases that's true that's fine we just know like okay. something's wrong uh, <laughs> you know she could have thought oh maybe he's just cleaning like airing out the house or something like you right know. True. yeah normal people would think like that I we would be like crime is <laughs> happening in my house <laughs> Right, I drive past this, like, house every day out of the way to work, That's why I'm always like, some shit's going down in that house, because yes. it's like, it's, like, like it a shack or whatever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that house is wrong. I know. I'm so judgy. Oh my god. I listen to too much true crime, though. I'm paranoid. Like, I'll be, like, walking down the street at night, and, like, someone will, like, walk past me, innocently and I'll, like, really jump out of my skin. I me, mean, you do have a true crime podcast now, so. I know. Yes, you do. I research a lot. Yes, too. Like, I don't just hear it, because I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts still, no, you and, research research. and I research it, so... <laughs> And we watch okay. horror movies, so we're just completely screwed. Yeah. <laughs> There's no safety no. <laughs> in our bubble at all. No. <laughs> when she got closer to the door, she could smell a very distinct aroma of smoke and fire in the air. She tried calling out Daniel's name, but she didn't get a response. She called 911 as it was too dangerous for her to fully go into the house mm-hmm. due to the amount of like, smoke that was in there. Just like thick smoke throughout the air. Oh, yeah. with a you know, Very funky smell for a reason. Yeah. Oh. When the authorities got there, they followed the smoke into the house, which led them straight to the garage. As they extinguished the fire, they noticed the body of a man under the flames. They could immediately tell that the fire wasn't what caused this man to die because, you know, he had seventy yeah. stab wounds and was like mutilated from them trying to dismember him. That was kind of such like a horrific death. Like, no one deserves that type of death. My God. No. No. It was very clear to the authorities that he had been stabbed many times. wasn't clear at first how many times, but yeah. many times. It was also clear that whoever murdered him tried to dismember his body, but failed. Like they yeah. did. But the murder, you know, found by him on fire would be a lot easier way to cover up the crime, which didn't work. Because yeah. he was still there. As the smoke cleared out of the house, authorities started to see blood everywhere in the house. Like the walls and floors were just yeah, covered seven times. That's a lot. Like And also the dismembering part and all of it, just so much blood splatter. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't know like, what they call it, like the backsplash when like they stab and mm-hmm. they like, they lift their hand to yeah. another go and it's like it splatters the wall. Like that and seventy times. That's a lot. That's like, like a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They also found all of the weapons used, including the circular saw that had blood and tissue all over it. The immediate suspect was Sierra, of course, since she was acting so bizarre on the phone and no one had seen her for a few days. Like when they stopped hearing from Daniel, they stopped seeing her. It's a little suspicious. Then started a giant manhunt, with the police looking for her and her boyfriend, Aaron, who had also been missing for a few days. You know, things are starting to click in place for some Mm -hmm. people. Only three days after the murder, Sierra and Aaron were caught in Salt Lake City. They had hopped onto a train without tickets, because, you know, that's so smart, and had been stopped by the transit police. When the officer ran background checks on the couple, he found that they were wanted for murder in Las Vegas. He immediately called police to the scene and had them arrested on the spot. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Good job, transit police. Right. <laughs> Good job. You did something right. While Sarah and Aaron were taken into custody, the police started searching for evidence against them. They eventually were able to locate Daniel's car, where they discovered a rolled up rug with blood all over it, because for some reason they took the rug. Yeah, like not the saw, not like, <laughs> the rug with blood all over it because <laughs> then they'll, like, not yeah, they'll cover it all up. The rug's the only thing giving them away that uh, right. I don't <laughs> know why they took the rug. They never clarified why they took the rug, it was just in the car. Yeah. They just really liked the rug. Yeah, so they're gonna have it deep clean later. Yeah. On. <laughs> they also discovered Sierra's a new place. phone, <laughs> yeah, their LA mansion. Yes, they bought with all the money, right? God, they also discovered her phone that had a video on there where Sierra and Aaron were both confessing to the murder of Daniel. Why? (laughs) Because they're teenagers. They're dumb. (laughs) This is a teenager case. They're not (sighs) smart. No, that's true. But (laughs) damn. I know. Yeah. In the video, Aaron and Sierra were shown in a tent together, laying down and cuddling. Oh, this is going to make you really happy, by the way. They act like it's going to be great. Shortly into the video, Aaron brought up how it had been three days since the murder, with Sierra telling him not to put that on camera. Then they start talking about how they've been having non-stop sex since then, oh with God. Aaron ending the video by saying, it was all worth it. Okay. that is. So- I'm, like, yeah. at a loss for right now. I wish you could, like, see my eye roll because it's, like, no. I'm, like. That video is easily found online. I recommend everyone go watch it. It's so eerie because they're laughing and making jokes. The I'm going to go watch that after this. Oh, I mean, yeah. We're going to that. watch it. It's it's It pisses me off so much watching the video. Yeah. Knowing what they did. How do you, how do you not, only like commit? such a horrific murder but like have no remorse at all yeah they showed zero remorse like how she just didn't want him saying it on camera because obviously it makes them you know guilty but she it's not because she had remorse because she felt bad it was just because she didn't want yeah, on you don't have no ar- evidence if you don't have you don't have remorse if you're having non-stop sex afterwards yeah like three I mean, after you kill your own dad <laughs> yeah no it's mess killing anyone but like your own father yeah and just like laughing and joking the entire video too, it was just eerie. Like it just looked like, you know, like summer like, oh, we're having fun in like a tent, but really they just murdered someone brutally too, might I add? Yeah, very brutally. And it's just not a big deal to her to no. them at all. Like that didn't even like. It's not even a typical murder. Like that they brutalized him. Yeah, it was horrific. My God. Yeah. The couple were sent to Clark County, where they were both charged with the murder of Daniel Houseth, Conspiracy, arson, rob- robbery, and fraudulent use of a credit card. A lot of charges against them. Yep. In Las Vegas, a teenager aged 16 or older is automatically tried as an adult. And Good. they were both over the age of 16 Good. at the time. The couple originally had pled not guilty to any of their charges. Because, you know, totally, they have no evidence against them at all. Right. <laughs> don't know why they and did they that i'm so proud when i'm just fucking it <laughs> i know but in may of 2022 they pleaded guilty to everything they were both sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole after 22 years that's not enough no i think it's because they they're both young and prisons are thinking you know like oh they can re, you know they can get their life back together later on yeah. but they have to have good behavior, obviously, and I don't know if these people will have good behavior. I mean, a lot of criminals fake good behavior, I feel like, just to get out, or, like, I mean, I think some people in prison find out, but I think there are a lot more, like, fake finding God to, like, get out sooner, Yeah. You know? I but, guess we'll find out in a few years, because that happened in May of 2022, so we still got a long time until we know yeah. <laughs> if they're going to get out or not. So they're still alive in prison, then? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, they just got arrested last year. Yeah. So, yeah. They're still there. Yeah. They're currently in prison. They were both also ordered to pay five thousand dollars in restitution. So they uh gotta pay that up too eventually. Yes. People speculate there are a couple different reasons why Sierra would choose to do this to her father. Well the one reason is pretty obvious, you know. Yeah. To be their boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> exactly. The reason why they chose to single out Daniel and none of the other parents is up for debate. Because it's weird. Like, they didn't yeah. think about killing Aaron's parents at all, just da- just Daniel. That's so it seems it. like maybe he, had, he was against the relationship. Yeah. So. I think so. But there's some conspiracies out there. Yeah. Of course. Some, pe- <laughs> some people speculate it's because of the alleged abuse that Sierra said was happening in her household. At her dad's house. She claimed that he was sexually harassing her and abusing her. However, all of their family members deny these allegations, and so that these it, yeah. were false claims. Yeah. So it just kind of seemed like she was saying that just to be, like, like kind of like her mom. Yeah. Mm, yeah, kind of like her mom. but doesn't fall apart from the truth. No, <laughs> very, like, victimy. you know, like, I'm the victim, I'm being sexually abused at home by my yeah. father. Um, and Sarah also has not commented on the matter since, so that kind of tells me it was fake. Yeah, because you don't want to say that about a dead man, yeah, especially if it's fake. If it was real, I feel like she'd be really playing the victim card right now. Yeah, but she realized how fucked up it is to say that about someone who cannot defend themselves. Yeah, at least she realized that. Yeah, one good thing she's done. Most people speculate, and this is we're pretty sure the reason why they chose Daniel was because he was the most protective parent out of them all. He was very aware of Sierra's actions and was not letting her out of his sight, like, hardly at all, after their initial plan. Also, they needed a car and a debit card to flee, and he was the only parent that lived alone, so it was easier to take out one person instead of multiple, because Aaron's house, you know, was full. And for Daniel, just Daniel and Sierra. Yeah. So, probably in their mind, they're like, oh, one person's easier than... Multiple people. Yeah. No matter what their actual reasoning was, Daniel will be missed by many family and friends. Daniel's family hasn't commented much about this, just how they were horrified this would happen, And how much Daniel was going to be missed by many. We don't know exactly how long Sarah and Aaron are actually going to serve. But I guess we'll find out in about 21 years from now. <laughs> if they get out or not. Yeah, I will be following that if I remember in 21 years. Yeah. Make a note. Can't <laughs> yes, make a note. <laughs> like a go memo for up. 21 years. <laughs> forward on your <under> calendar. <laughs> 21 Six. years from now, yeah. I gotta check. <laughs> like May of 20, whatever that will be. Uh, oh, but now that's the case of Daniel Houseth. That is fucking wild. Yeah. It's just, it's so sad. It, it is like, I just don't understand. Like, this is why like true crime fascinates me—the psychology behind it. Like, mm-hmm. how do you get that angry? Like, I get angry sometimes because mm-hmm. I'm human, but not ever that angry. My God. Yeah. Well, I'm about Please. to start taking psychology courses, so maybe I can right? take that, that mean, more. Right. No. Yeah, you'll be you'll be good for the commentary. Like, like give me, mean, you're good now. But like, you'll be able to be like, yeah, this is why they do that. Here's the psychology reason. Right. And here's my own opinion. Yes. Here's my professional <laughs> And here's my personal opinion. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was you did a really good job on that. Thank you. I'm sad this will be your last case, but I'm well, definitely... I can do one, you know, eventually. Yeah, like, I'll yeah. do one occasionally. Yeah, I'll help with the workload. Yeah, especially when I start school, though, it's gonna be harder. It will be, yeah, yeah, but it'll be good though. You're yes. good. At, you're good at doing research. Okay, I believe yeah. in you. Yes. <laughs> now I'm doing a lot of research right now on this is like a month from now, but like we'll be doing the clutter case as well. Mhm. And I'm doing a lot of research on that. I'm like walking. walking I'm watching the documentary (laughs) series about it which wasn't that easy to find like it's on prime it's like they didn't make it well known because there's like there's the dramatized one Mm -hmm. that's like not like it's based on it but it's not like all accurate it's not like a documentary yeah then there's a documentary and you know it's it's confusing which one to watch, so you have to like find it. But like, then you have to pay for it too. Yeah, I have to pay for it. Yeah. My first kids, I'm paying for research. <laughs> it better be a good one. <laughs> I know it's gonna be a good one. I'm only halfway through the documentary and I already have like 20 something pages, so I'm okay. going I want to watch the documentary after we do Oh the yes, yeah, I I watched watched it before. before, not before. After <laughs> I'll be like, I-, I know all of this. <laughs> you're like, I know, but I thought it was crazy. <laughs> So, finding out for the first time, I'll be like, yeah, I know, right? Uh, you'll have, like, no commentary. it will just be like, gotta be like whoa. it will be, like, be talking in the dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and just me saying, you're like, yeah, I know that, so. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. We hope that this actually came out. Yes. Well, <laughs> can't hear ourselves. Yeah. So. But we love you all. Thank you for being patient with us. And we will see you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye. Thank